Hey everybody, Jen here. It's Saturday, April 2nd. <clears throat> um, decided to come on here early and do my daily recording. Um, as I'm sitting here on the couch, just kind of in quiet, contemplating what I'm going to do the rest of the weekend. Um, I decided to talk about the term bittersweet because for two reasons. I I listened to a podcast um, with Brene Brown and Susan Cain. Susan Cain is an author who wrote Quiet, which I'm going to read here shortly, um, about introverts and the necessity of the world to allow introverts to to do what they do best, which is to think and contemplate and be in solitude. Um, that's where they're the most creative and the most effective, especially in terms of problem solving and things like that. So um, I plan to read that book. Um, and then I, I watched Brene Brown's new special on HBO Max last night called um, Atlas of the Heart. And um, Susan Cain was featured on that show as well. And in the podcast that I listened to with the two of them, they also talk a lot about melancholy and what it means that something feels bittersweet. And um, she actually um, kind of like defines it or explains it. Actually, it was interesting in, in the in the podcast, there was someone in the audience, or not, sorry, not in the podcast, in the special last night, there was someone in the audience who used the word sadaji, and I forget what language it's from, but basically it defines bittersweet, um, or it, it kind of explains bittersweet in a more complicated way, and they talked a lot in that special about how different languages can have better words to explain how we feel um, in ways that English is limited. Um, Germans especially are known for that, having a word for literally everything, every feeling, every emotion, every situation. So sadaji is like, like bittersweet, and what it basically means is I miss you and I'm sad because we will never be in this place in this way again. So... When something is bittersweet, you can be happy about something or know that it's the best thing, but still be sad about it. So some examples like my daughter, when she graduates, I'm sure I will experience sadaji or that bittersweet feeling of I'm so happy for you and your accomplishments and you're going off to college and you're starting your life, but I will still feel sadness because it's the ending of something. And this is how I feel with endings and relationships too. Um, People that I date, it can be the best thing and the right thing, but we can still be sad about it because you will never have that same connection with that person ever again in your life. You will never be with them in that way, that sense of hopefulness, that sense of, you know, embarking on something that could be. When it ends, 
you will never be in that space again. So it's really just grieving a moment in time that you know you'll never get back. Even though you're excited for the future and you're ready to embark on something new in your life. And I think those moments happen often in our lives. It's that it's that you know, walking that line of past and future. Um you're living in that present moment, but We have nostalgia for our past, but we also have hope for our future. And it's sort of that that in-between space where we have mixed emotions. And those happen constantly in our lives. And I think it's important and necessary to embrace those moments and to feel all the feelings that arise because there are a lot of complicated feelings that come up when we talk about moments like that, um, you know, it's why breakups are so hard because there are, there are a lot of complicated emotions that come up. And one of them is grief. Um, one of them is hopefulness. A lot of times, you know, we can see the beauty of something we experienced for what it is, even though it's ending. And for me, endings always mean beginnings because if you're ending something, then you're moving on to something bigger and better and more in line with what you need in your life and what you hope to find in your life. So this is really just my plug to take time in moments like that to see the beauty in it, to appreciate the past for what it is and what it taught you and hopefully you know positive relationships came out of it even if a a type of relationship is ending it doesn't mean that it can't evolve into something else um when I think about my daughter going off to college in a couple years our relationship will change too Um, because she won't be as dependent on me. I mean, she's already not as dependent on me. It's definitely a gradual process, but um, she will no longer be under my roof or my ex's roof. She'll be out there in the world figuring out adulthood and figuring out the rest of her life. So my relationship with her will change, and I think it's important to embrace change and to use change as an opportunity to redefine who we are in our lives, who we need in our lives in that moment, and what, what, how they re- are represented in our lives, how they serve us in our lives, how we can serve them. All of life is an evolution. And so recognize the bittersweetness for what it is, and then allow life to evolve you and grow you and push you to do different things and better things, things that 
align with where you're at today in this moment. Um, that's kind of I'm I'm kind of in a trans transitional phase myself with my daughter driving now and not needing me as much. And I've talked about this before. So I'm kind of redefining now how I want to spend my time and who I want to spend my time with and making plans for the future when I can do some traveling that I haven't been able to do um, in ways that I would like to because I, I have a daughter and I have to be here for her. So every ending is an opportunity for something new and exciting. So embrace that bittersweet, embrace that melancholy, feel it, cry about it, write about it, sing about it, whatever it is that you do to express your own emotions. Um, I actually sometimes like to be in those spaces. Um, and actually, Susan Cain talks about that in the podcast, how you know she likes sometimes just feeling melancholy and embracing it and listening to sad music and appreciating the beauty of it, the transience of life, um, how life doesn't stand still. It continues to move forward. And there's always grief in that because we are co constantly letting things go as new things come into our life. So those are my thoughts today. I just wanted to share some, some of that information that I have taken in. And um, I thought maybe it would be helpful for some of you, especially if you're in a transition phase of your life and are looking for some hope or some guidance or just feeling sad and melancholy, um, embrace it and give yourself permission to listen to sad music and to cry and to feel sad and to feel all of the things that come with transitions and then start making plans for the future. Everything happens in due time. Honor where you're at. Hope you have a beautiful Saturday. Talk to you tomorrow.